1: I hope you're uh, studying on yourself. Do you ever examine yourself? Do you ever think about yourself, what you're doing, what you're doing with your money, what you're doing with your time? Do you ever feel like you're wasting time? Do you ever feel like you're paying for something you wished you didn't own? Made a bad purchase on uh, on a vehicle? Or you remember that exercise equipment? You had great intentions on really working out. And now it's uh, a clothes hanger. Well, sometimes we get behind automobiles, and we forget about how long 84 months is, or 60 months, or 72 months. Because let me tell you something, you're locked in prison when you sign that contract. The payments are too high. Man, they just come too often. Well, this is Randy Adams. Uh, thank you, KSLR. I'm a blessed person to be on this radio station. Usually I say, don't touch that dial. It's a car dealer amongst all these preachers. But I'm subject to do a preaching to you every once in a while because I'm trying to help you to be the best person. Who gives you the desire to be the best person you can be? I used to not have that desire, but Jesus Christ came into my life. I accepted him, and he took Took me from a taker who's never content, never enough, oh, woe is me, everybody's against me, to a giver who's content, happy, wanting to give back, at peace, at rest, because the Holy Spirit will give you both peace and rest if you'll let him, if you'll invite him into your life. KSLR, the word, the phone number here is 210-340-9585. That's 210 210- 340 9585. Give us a call. Love to talk to you. We talk about the good, the ugly, about the car business. Buying, and selling. I buy and sell all kinds of automobiles. It don't matter, $100 car to $100,000 car. It's all got some kind of value to somebody. But, you know, junk's worth junk, Of so, you know, we can't let, you know, dreaming about. Some vehicle be worth four or five thousand and it's worth two or three hundred. We gotta get a little common sense on it and we gotta put it in perspective. Would you buy a four hundred thousand mile car or would you buy one that's broke? Well I mean if you can fix it up, yes. If you can be productive, make it better, you know, I want you to buy it. I want you to improve things. I love restoring cars. But I love restoring relationships too. I love fixing up old cars, making them better, productive, useful. Well, that's the same way we can do with people. We can get them thinking about what's going on in their life, examine themselves, examine their needs. What about pride, greed, and keeping up with the Joneses? Remember, hey, the Joneses used to try to keep up with me. I'm telling you, I was going, I was fast and furious. The only thing I cared about was me. Selfishness was my downfall. Pride, greed, and selfishness, because I just thought I could do anything, and I never thought about tomorrow. What is tomorrow? I got a chance to tell you about near-death experiences last week. Um, That's a big thing in my life, to realize that what we're talking about right now, you absorb, you understand, and that's 20 years old. My body feels 67 But my spirit feels 20. You'll get to an age where you'll realize what I'm talking about. But when a preacher tells you you're going to live forever, we don't understand that. But we do understand in our mind what our spirit feels. I feel like I can do things I used to be able to do, but I can't do them. Well, Jesus Christ is live. That spirit lives in us, and you got the opportunity to live forever. Somewhere, I want to live in heaven. Where do you want to live? You know, and knowledge is power. I love Proverbs 1, five, let the wise listen and add to their learning. Are you learning anything? Are you growing? Are you productive every day? Oh, man, it's not my fault I bought this car. Who, well, did the devil make you do it? Or pride, selfishness, who helped you out in that? Because I'm going to tell you something, you're locked up. And right now, new car dealerships are worried about being a 108-month payments. Oh, man, how'd you like to be in prison that long? Oh, the payments are not too high. They come too often. So give us a call here just in case you want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. Be glad to talk to you. And the number here is i I'm sorry, 9585. And I give out my mobile number. This is the only show I've got a bunch of shows, but this is the only show I give out my mobile number. Get your pen and paper ready. I'll give it to you in just a minute. Because we're uh, also going to talk about insurance companies if we get time today. We're going to talk about uh, the market a little bit if we get time. And so, whatever we've got, I've had radio stations say, you know, you only got enough information for a few months. I'm on the second gear, and we haven't even touched all the stuff. And besides all the magazines I get, and it's so big right now, selling you on your emotions. That's why I keep talking about it, how the dealers go to school on it, how they have training on it. And my phone number is 830-708-4789. Give me a call. That's my mobile. That's 830-708-4789. I buy and I sell. I do everything that I can and uh, to help you to be your mentor to be here to give you all the secrets, the trade secrets, the new latest and greatest movements and things, just like we talked a little bit, and I'll refresh your memory. Four Square. Four Square is selling you on one point and making money on three more, and probably that ought to be called H-Square nowadays because there's so many different avenues to make money on you, and there's so much money to be made on you. And they take so much money to open up these dealerships, about a million and a half a month on new car dealerships, and they got to make that money on somebody. Hey, Bubba, that's probably you walking in that door. That's why we launched HassleFreeAutobuying.com. That's why we have LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. And my office number is 830-625-7159. If you have any questions, I've had so many people call on Mondays and Tuesdays. And if I missed your call, please call me back. Because I might have misplaced your number or your note that they've given me, or you can call me on my mobile eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. But uh, they really pressured up the foursquare. But when you call in or you mail email in, they diagnose you. They try to figure out what salesman will work the best with you, and they get two or three lined up, and they get the closers lined up, and they get prepared. And if they get a chance, if you put your credit in there, they want to know what your credit score is, what you can afford, what they can switch you to, what bonuses on what units, what you're looking for. Hey, they go to work on you 10 times harder than you go to work on buying a car. They're trained. They're ready. They're ready, willing, and able to take every available dollar they can off of you. Hey, don't forget the salesman makes 25% after pack. And so that Foursquare is set up when you call in. And when you call in, they're ready for you. And they're, you then when you get in, see, there's so many ads going on right now. Big time, too good to be true. Hey, would you be giving away money if people were coming in to buy your product every day with, with ease? Would you be trying to give gifts away if it was so easy and people were coming in? Maybe these dealers are begging you enticing you to come in maybe they're not the real good dealers i know them and i don't deal with them these guys that put these big ads in are begging you to get on their turf once you get in their possession they hey they figure the odds are we'll be glad to give you something to show up because the odds are we'll sell you well number one 85 of the people buy something they don't intend to buy well, I got news for you. That's because the salesman get big bonus on selling you something else. You walk in there and you spend eight hours a day. A friend of mine called me the other night, going to go buy a car at six o'clock in the evening. I said, Are you crazy? You can't get it done and you're gonna make quick, bad decisions? And he said, Yeah, but I know the sales manager. I said, Hey, the old car saying is you gotta make money on your friends, your enemies don't come around. I said he you haven't shop price? No. Do you know your credit score? No. Have you talked to a bank or credit union? No. Are you trading anything in? No. Well, that's one good no, because that way you can't steal your trade. I said, go home. It's 6 o'clock. He said, well, they told me he could get me done in an hour. Go turn around and go home. Call him and tell him that you're going to come in tomorrow. Go and shop price. Find out your credit score find out what you can get barred, and what kind of interest rate and how long you're going to do it. I said, you need to do your homework. But I know the guy. I said, it don't matter. You need to be prepared. When you walk into a dealership, and you happen to be going into a dealership, there was a preferred customer. And those preferred customers get ripped off. Number one, they're not prepared. They're not educated, and that's the way they want to keep you. Uh, the I was listening to, I listened to the, to that car guy. And the, the lady said, I need three tips in walking into a dealership that I need to know in order to buy a new car. He said, go to my dealer, go to my dealer, go to my dealer. That's not a way to teach a person. That's not the way to open their eyes, open their mind, educate them so they can make a better decision. Hey, go to my website. It's free. Learn to buy and dot com. Follow the easy process of describing your vehicle. I will buy it, I'm not Auto Trader Buying Center that entices you to come in, put your VIN number in, cut you to your knees, beat you up on every little dent and scratch, it's a used vehicle. We wanna now if I have to fix something on the vehicle that you've missed or you misdescribed, you are gonna have to cut the price a little bit. But if you describe it right, I'll make you an offer, and I'll give that. I'll give fair market price. That way you know what it's worth. You can trade it in, add a little money if you're trading it in. I'm going to make money. And if you're going to sell it on your own, add two, three grand. And if you're working on selling something, and the customer that's wanting to buy yours needs to sell theirs, have them go to my website, learn describe it, and I'll make an offer on it. The other side of it is learntobuyandsellcars.com. We teach you the basics. A lot of the basics, the show gets a little deeper into what you need to know and how you need to do it. But what we do is get your credit score, number one. Go to ftc.gov. That's franktommycharles.gov. Find your credit score. Look at your credit. Make sure it's clean. Make sure every, all the issues are taken care of. And that way, when you talk to your bank or your credit know, union, I've got a great guy in Corpus that can handle you from up here. I used to work for Dave Ramsey. Uh, Kendall Peterson's his name. He'd be glad to help you and uh, clean your credit up. You, you need your credit cleaned up for all kinds of situations going on in your life anyway. Then talk to a bank. Find out what your credit score is going to do rate-wise, how long, how much, what the total note's going to be. Be prepared. Understand everything about your note. Ask questions of your banker or, or whoever you're going to do business with. And then shop, shop, shop. Hey, new market, old market, we talk about it on this show. Right now, we're in the new market. Cars are cheaper, prices are down, and I don't see them going back up. We're going to have a lot of cars on the market. Now it's time to buy. I'm looking for a lot of vehicles for my listeners right now, certain units. Uh, It's just now time to buy. We're on the bottom. It's going to be on the bottom for about three weeks It'll jump up a little bit about the middle of January. Prices will go up probably a thousand dollars just because of the new year and just because income tax checks are not far away. You know, that pumps up the business because we get government money in here. But government money's not coming as easy as it used to be. It used to be it used to be a check. Just a check. And people would go and spend it. But now it goes direct into direct deposit. Well, a wife gets a hold of it. It's not as easy to spend. The car dealers can't get a hold of it as easy and as quick. Hey, and don't do a rapid refund. They take a big percentage for a few days early. Wait on it. Use all your money. Cash is king. Remember that. And don't do a title loan. We talk about that. Title loans, they entice you to come in. Oh, man, I got $1,000. I got 2000 I got 5000 but let me tell you something. Nobody can overcome 330% interest. You're lucky to get your car back. You're lucky you don't pay more in than you borrowed. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, go to my website, learn to buy and sell Describe your car. Let me buy it. Know what it's worth. Sell it to somebody else. Tend to your business and get you cheap transportation. Don't lose all your money and all your vehicle to a title loan. Now, we're back to what we really started this was on. was... High-pressure four-square, which is probably eight-square today. but And I had a customer, a listener, that said he went into a, one of those preferred dealerships, and they, fired, they tried to four-square him. But because of the education I gave him, he understood that. He walked out. He knew that they were trying to sell him on payment, and he had cash. So then they went to trying to sell him on price, but they kept spinning him around. Kept offering options, um, free extended warranty, this, that, and the other, and it, he, they never would settle down. Tried to write things down, which I recommended write down everything. Having difficulty there because they didn't want to sign nothing. They didn't want you to write everything down. They don't want you educated. They don't want you prepared to make a better decision. But I do. But the, now they're they're waiting for you to walk in the door. And they start shooting your price. Well, can you handle 550 a month? If I get you bought at 550 a month, can you get it bought? Well, what about 600? Oh, well, 550 is enough. Well, you know it might take 600. What if I can get you at 600? They've already done their homework. They know what you can afford. They found out what you owe on your trade. They know what they're going to put you in. They know what the bonus is at, and so they go to work immediately. They know if your payment's supposed to be four hundred fifty and they're gonna move you to five five fifty, or if they know you're five hundred they're gonna move you to six hundred, and they know if it's seven hundred they need to move you to eight hundred. But you talk about eighty four months and a hundred dollars a month bump? Can you handle eighty four hundred just on the price? Just on profit to the dealer? Well that's what they do on that four square. I want a dealer to give me a price to know where I stand, where they stand, so we know what we're doing and know if I need to do business with them or not. Eighty percent of the dealers in this town will mouse you around, lie to you, four square you, spin you, whatever they else they can do. Twenty percent will tell you the truth and do business. I do business with the 20 percent. That's what I do. I want to do business with the 20 percent. They're the kind of people that I want to do and because they're truthful and they take care of my customers. Yes, my customers, just like the preferred customer guy, but I know the difference, and we work with them, and they don't pay me big fees like they do to get on the other radio stations. And I know because I know those guys and what they have to pay. So we want you ready, willing, and able to understand the foursquare. But they work on you as soon as you walk in. Now, if they move you from 500 to 600 of course they pick up 84 uh, Eighty-four hundred on there, but what they're trying to do is set you up. Now you, you agreed to six hundred a month, okay, all right. How many months? Well, that's in the F and I department, the Finance and Insurance Department. I can't give you that quote. Well, you quoted me six hundred a month. How come you can't tell me what the months are? You're acting like an F and I person, but you don't want to give me the months. You don't give me the interest rate. Well, that's already figured in on the deal. It's six hundred, so my interest rates already figured in, and I don't know what it is. And the months are figured in, and you won't tell me what that is. And I've got a trade in, and you don't want to tell me what the trade is. No. Well, what about the price? Well, it doesn't matter. We got you six hundred a month. You've agreed to six. So they put the guilt trip on you, on six hundred a month. Oh, well, you've already agreed to that. Come on in there, the F&I department. Hey, this is four square, which is eight square on on steroids. They're ready to close you anyhow, any way they can. And you've committed. See, in your mind, you've committed. You know, what have you committed to? What are you devoted to? What is your word no good? You know, these car dealers don't mind lying to you, but they want you to tell the truth and keep your commitment. Is this a one-way street? They want to go buy a new TV, and they want to buy with the best price, the best warranty, the best uh, product, with a truthful person, or somebody will back it up, somebody will tell them the truth. they That's what, how they want to buy. But when you walk into a dealership, do they want to spin you and mouse you around? It's all right for them to lie, but all the customer you know how customers are. They all lie. Well, I guess all car dealers lie. No, there's 20% of them that won't. We can't jump to conclusions on them because I deal with those people. I know where they stand and what they're going to do. So are you mentally prepared to handle any kind of thing they throw at you? Are you mentally ready? You know, the lust of the eye, oh, I got to have that car. You know, the emotional feeling? How long does emotional feelings last you? How long does that emotional purchase last? You know, the pride of knowing it all, and I understand what they're doing to me. Well, I got news for you. You're a part-time buyer going into a professional, full-time, educated, professional salesperson. You know, so... You know, do you understand what the insurance companies have done to us lately? I mean, I talked about diminished value in the earlier show, and we can talk about that sometime. And we will talk about it when it's not your fault that you get hit and the accident and you've lost value on your car. But the insurance companies don't want to help. So many people I'm talking to, the insurance companies don't want to help. And, oh, man. My car's value has gone down, but the the premiums go up every month, and the cars go down every month, and every year the premiums go up. Are you prepared for that? Do you understand that? Why don't you know big time, big time insurance agents or company here in San Antonio? Poor little lady's got a a Rav Four, and she got hit by somebody else, not her fault. Anyway, and they're not wanting to pay her to get another rav for. They're wanting to give her enough to buy a part of a car. You know how that lady says, "Can you drive three quarters of a car?" They're wanting to give her three car three quarters of the value of a new car. What are they doing with this lady? They going to pay her half what she can buy another car for? And they put her on the street. This lady's seventy-one years old. What happened to taking care of people? What happened to? Being concerned of their needs, what happened to being what's right and doing right? These insurance companies are not doing it anymore. I saw in a hell damage situation where insurance companies paid new car dealers ten to fifteen thousand on their vehicles sitting on the lot. But it, when the individual came in there, they wanted to give them three to five thousand same vehicle, same hell damage storms, but they didn't want to pay them the same kind of money. Who's your friend? Who do you love? Yeah, I love you. Bring me the money. That's what the insurance agent said. But they don't give you a price on your policy. They don't tell you what your vehicle's worth just in case you need to make a claim. Yeah, you call there. They call the company, they give you a price. You have an accident, they get claims adjusters in there who are trained to beat you up for every dollar they can, and they don't want to give you any money, just like that poor little lady on the RAV4. Another friend of mine, the unit was parked in a parking lot. A drunk come through with insurance, luckily he had insurance, and wiped out three cars. His truck was totaled. And they want it. He owes, and he's got a super nice truck. He owes twelve thousand. They want to give him eight thousand. Finally, got him up to nine thousand. What What about the three thousand he owes more? He didn't intend to buy a truck. He was happy with his vehicle. He got hit. Wasn't his fault. The claims adjuster don't want to help. Oh, we'll go get a lawyer's what they tell you. Yeah, you're gonna go hire a lawyer to fight this deal when it wasn't your fault. Man, we need. I don't know what we need anymore. I mean, I don't think we care about other people. We don't care we're putting this guy afoot. We don't care about putting this lady afoot. You know, I guess that's why Buffett and George Soros own the big insurance companies. They know that they make a lot of money, huge money on insurance because they don't pay. They, You know, the old song, pay, 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 and now it's my turn, no, no, no. That's the way I feel about them here lately. Well, we want to help you to be prepared. Let's have insurance companies give us a figure what our unit's worth and honor that for 12 months so we know where we stand when we buy policy. Talking to two real estate ladies I know, both of them driving, uh, they bought the cars in 12. Both of them complaining about their premium going up, and they asked me what their cars were worth because they didn't know. I put a figure on both cars. Is it worth, worth full coverage? Depends on the what they figure, what they do. Well, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell com. Hey, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. Doesn't matter on what phone number here is 210 340 9585. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, we're wanting to buy cars. Um, we buy vans. I've got some great deals on. If you have a company, I've got some 15 passenger vans, 16 model low miles, 16 model cargo vans, low miles. Um, got a lot of availability of stuff, so it depends on what you're looking for and what's going on, what you need. Hey, figure out what you need, what you can afford. The best kind of car is a paid-for car. And there's only two kinds of cars: afford and can't afford. Hey, I'm here to be your mentor. This show's free to you. And God bless you. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in to us. We've got another half hour coming around. Hey, and
2: give us a call. We'll talk to you. I won't embarrass you. God bless you. Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. This is Aaron Budget inviting you to join me for Living God Ministries every weekday at 2:30 p.m. Here on the Word in South Texas, AM 6:30 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 6:30 KSLR.
1: Thank you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, cars dot com. Thank you, KSLR. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Roland. Thank you, uh, Mike Payne. Tell you what, they had got to trust. You got to be real trustful to let a used car dealer on your Christian station. Uh, but I'm I'm walking the walk as best I can. None of us are perfect, but my intentions and my actions try to line up to what I preach and what I. What I do for people and how I'm going to be the best I can be. Jesus Christ changed my life from being, like I said earlier, a taker to a giver. And he gave me a different outlook, a different view on life, different just attitude, everything different. And, uh, you know, I've seen that in the people I deal with. Merle Gothard's one of the people that I deal with. North Park Toyota, I love him, Been doing business with them ever since they opened. Been doing business with Merle uh, almost 40 years. But if you're thinking about a career change, Merle's looking for some Christians. He wants young people, older people, the Christian people who want to work, want to learn, want to grow, and want to make decent money. He pays real well. If I, I talked about my nephew who wanted to become a mechanic, went to work at a Chevrolet store. They had him as just a parts runner, and a helper, this, that, and that. now he's a full-time mechanic. Who does real well, but a lot of opportunity at North Park Toyota. Uh, Give me a call, I'll be glad to give you Merle's cell number and he'll be glad to talk to you. My number, my cell number is 830 708 4789. Love to talk to you about um, whatever your needs are. Always give me a call, I'll try to answer it. If not, I'll call you back. But I love Proverbs twelve fifteen says the way of a fool seems right to him. You ever been there? I've been there. That was me. The way of a fool seems right to him, but a wise man learns from advice. Who's giving you advice? Whose advice are you taking? Are you so bull headed and prideful that you can't take advice? Hey, I've been there, done that, understand that. But you know Proverbs twelve twenty four also says Diligent hands will rule, but the laziness ends in slave labor. Well, ain't that old? That old eighty-four month payment is slave labor. You're working to pay it off after tax dollars, after taxes, after interest, and you just pray and pray and pray. Lord, make this thing worse something when I make that last payment. Like I said, buddy of mine's making the last payment on his truck. 84 months. And he, he said, I, I said, man, that truck's got some issues. He said, I know it's got issues, but I need to get rid of it. Is is he a settler settling on payments all the time? Or would he be better off selling the truck and getting cheap transportation? You know, if you had invested that, his payment was 750 a month for 84 months. You realize if he had just vested in the and was a stockbroker, he'd probably have over eighty thousand dollars that he could use and invest or do something with, even if he would have bought a cheaper truck and say you know these these investors say you know put three fifty a month back, and after forty years you'll retire a multimillionaire hey, even if he would have put three fifty a month back, he'd had over forty five thousand after eighty four months. What kind of investment are you making on? on something that loses money every month, costs money? What about insurance, upkeep, breakage, tires, brakes? So many different things can go wrong with a car. What man makes brakes? You know, I've told you, excuse me, about um, Henry Ford. They asked him, if you could build a perfect car, what what would you do? He said, I'd build it out of cardboard, guarantee it for a year, and after a year and a day, it'd fall completely apart. Well, that's, that's what they want. They want to sell you more service, more parts, more labor, more everything. It takes so much money to keep these dealerships open, you know, and we want them to make money. We just don't want to get ripped off. I get articles every week on selling you on your emotions. I've talked about it. It is really what's going on in the world. There's so much that they've, that we're trained on. There's so much that they're ready to sell you on. But you're so easy to sell on your emotions unless you're in control of the emotions. People don't pray enough to go in a dealership. One of the reasons we launched Hassle Free Autobine, because I bought for so many doctors and lawyers that don't have time to go in there and spend, for $195 we do the whole process for you. We make sure you get the best credit rating. We make sure your credit's cleaned up. We make sure you get the best deal. What about buying 85% of the people walk into a dealership and buy something they don't intend to? You do it at home, 90% of the time we get it delivered to your house. So you can just pick it up there. You don't have to walk into a dealership. You don't have to fight the salesman, the F&I department. You don't have to worry about getting switched. You, we make sure you get fair market price for your car. Yes, we want to buy your car. Now, some cars not worth the whole lot right now. Would you buy a car that's all beat up and not many mi- lots of miles on it? Not much left left life left. What would you buy? We want you to examine that purchase because let me tell you something. Your after tax dollar goes to these vehicles, and they lose money. The worst investment we can make on earth is an automobile. You don't think so? Hey, like I told you about a buddy of mine, bought a $78,000 truck, and he wanted to know what it was going to be worth in three years with 100,000 miles, and I told him 30. He liked to pass out. The good part about it is he had cash money. You know, we fear what we don't know. Or the worst, we think of what we do know, and we... you know, you think, you know, you're you're not trained. You're a part-time buyer walking in a full-time salesman who's trained and ready. And salespeople look down on their noses at customers because they know that they can't stay up on the market. The customer can't. And as smart as they call, you know, pride will cost you money, relationships, friends, peace of mind, joy. It'll keep you in debt. And another little trick that's floating around right now is kick the trade. Kick the trade. What's kick the trade? The kick the trade is when they get a customer who walks in and he owes ten or fifteen thousand too much on his trade. So they walk in there and say, Oh man, I can sell you another one at the same payment. A brand new one with no miles. Doesn't that sound great? Oh, that's wonderful. And you're gonna take care of I'm gonna take care, don't worry about it, I'm gonna take care of everything. So then they don't show the trade, and you sign up, and all they want to do we get back four square or eight eight square. look at this payment you're paying four fifty a month. You can pay four fifty a month now and get a new car now, who would turn that deal down? Wonderful, What a great deal the problem is you're going to have a repo on your name for the next seven years. They're not going to pay your car off. They're going to kick the trade. And then they're going to collect 500 from the, the uh, lender because they're going to call them and tell them they repoed it for them to come by and pick it up. So they pick up 500 for calling the, the lender. And then your credit goes south for seven years. It looks like you frauded the bank. It looked like you took advantage of them, and you've got this big old note against the, something that you didn't pay. Well, that's the key. Where are you at on your next purchase? You going to let a dealer kick the trade on you? Hey, look and make sure, because your life can be miserable for the other seven years while you're paying for that new one for another seven years, and you're all tied up in prison. Oh, what about a jailbreak? Jailbreak's not having any payments. That's a jailbreak, in my opinion. Not having to have to answer to that lender, answer to that credit union every month. Because we want you to be the best person you can be. And when your mind's clear, you can make better decisions. And that's why I keep talking about forgiveness. How big forgiveness is in my life, how big forgiveness needs to be in your life. When you got aught against somebody, does it eat your old mind up and all your thoughts? Have you got unforgiveness? 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. And I've seen it, I've witnessed it, helped some people off of drugs and alcohol because they, all they had to do is forgive the past. Aren't you excited that your past can be forgiven? Why don't you get excited that it can be forgotten? Why not you get excited that you can move on and live a new life and make better decisions? Well, you need your head clear. You need to forgive everybody, live longer. Take the pressure, take the stress, but get your mind clear. Have you ever had your mind so messed up you couldn't even decide what to eat or where to go? That's because there's too much in that old brain, and we let things bother us, and we carry it on, and we carry that old baggage around with us. But when you walk into a dealership and your mind's cluttered up, cloudy, you got that issues, you got unforgiveness of somebody? Have you ever bought a car over jealousy? Oh, man, my sister-in-law's got a new car. My brother's got a new car. My cousin's got a new car. I want a new car. They got them, and I can afford it, and they can't. You don't know what their situation is. You don't know how they're struggling. You think you do. We don't really know people. You don't know people at all, but you think you know. That's the problem with us. We We live on somebody's... Intentions, our intentions, but we judge everybody else by their actions. We see them buy a new car; they intend to pay for it, and they're riding around like they're special, and all. Oh, they're so happy, but we don't see behind the scenes where they're struggling, where their payments late, where their credit goes south, where their reputation goes the wrong way, and they walk in to get a job and they see their credit's bad or they can't afford it. You know what I saw? We were riding around, me and another fella. and he's looking for some cheaper houses to buy and fix up. And we we went by this house, and he said, Yeah, I tried to buy that house for uh, $60,000. I said, Well, see, the problem is there's about $100,000 worth of cars sitting out. There. there was three cars that were all brand-new, almost brand-new cars, and they were living in a house that the roof was leaking. Where's their priorities in their life? What are they trying to fix? Are they trying to look good in the public? You know, I mean, probably the down payment on a couple of those cars that fixed the roof. He said, yeah, it's leaking, about to have mold. Our priorities, the biggest loss that we're dealing with is a vehicle. I want a little loss. I love driving something that don't cost me much. I love buying these cars, and I don't care what they look like. I want a good, solid car that starts and goes down the road. I don't care what other people think about me. Pride will lose shame. If you got, I mean, it'll cause shame. Pride will cause shame. But once you lose pride, shame will go with it. You ever thought about that? Have you ever been so shameful of something you've done? Well, but you ask for forgiveness, and it goes away. You know, and I don't understand this deal about what's going on with the Japanese, their technology, but, you know, the Lord woke me up this morning, and I was wide awake, so I stuck earplug in there. I was listening to a radio show, and this guy was talking about how the new people are sold on electronics. They can't care a relationship. They can't talk to each other. That's why these young people coming in these car dealerships they got to defuse them and retrain them to have relationships with people, to be able to carry a conversation, to understand people, relationships. Who do you love? Do you love yourself enough to be better, to learn and grow and make a better decision? We we want technology, and I didn't, and I want I text. I never dreamed I would text, but it's quicker, easier, and better. But I still love conversations. I still love receiving your phone calls, talking to you about your needs, talking about what you want me to talk about, hearing what was going on, what other dealers are doing, what banks are doing, what insurance companies are doing. I hear so many stories all week long. I could have two shows a week just talking about situations that I see and experience during the week. People walking in owing 15000 too much on a car with 150,000 miles. They put too many miles on a the car. They buy a new one. They got talked into this new one. They don't realize how many miles they put on, what the car is going to be worth. They owe fifteen twenty thousand 20000 too much money. They're wanting to get out. They think I'm a miracle worker, and I'm not. What have you done lately for yourself to make a better decision? What have you studied about yourself? Where does pride fit in your purchases? Where does jealousy fit in your purchases? Where's your emotions, your feelings, keeping up with the Joneses? Hey, Dave Ramsey's got it right. And my mother could have taught Dave Ramsey his system. She taught me well. But Dave Ramsey I'll tell you the fact, best kind of cars are paid for a car is a paid-for car. That's all we need, good transportation and and getting by. These people with $750 a month payment paying for 84 months, what what are they taking out? What are they short living on? What are they taking from their family? What are they taking away from their retirement? Where is that money going? And it loses value? I'm sitting out of a high-dollar store in Dallas here several months ago. And I saw a bunch of new cars go out they'd sold. And I thought to myself, man, there went $100,000. friend of mine showed me his buddy's brand new Rolls-Royce. Hey, amazing Rolls-Royce. He said, isn't that some kind of car? I said, it does not impress me at all. I said, I just saw 100000 go out the window when he went across the curb, and I didn't see it go across the curb. He said, "Yeah, but he can afford it." Well, good. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. I'm glad he bought it, but he needs to realize in about five years from now it's going to be worth a hundred grand. How'd you like to lose three hundred thousand on an automobile? Mercy, and that's not counting taking it to the shop and get it fixed or tuned up or tax- checked out. I mean, I got a buddy of mine wore me out for years wanting a, a Ferrari. And he gathered up the cash. We found him one. Now, he's not so happy. Takes it in service and it's 10000 I said, uh, well, Bubba, uh, aren't you having fun yet? He said, well, I never dreamed, number one, that it, it would take this much service. I said, well, you want to you fly like the eagles, but you can't get up with the chickens? He said, what do you mean? I said, you want to fly around here? and look cool, but them old chickens keep around there and picking up the crumbs and keeps going and keeps fighting and going. You know, we can can soar them eagles, but we got to be able to run with them too. So take every opportunity that I give you to give you. you Don't forget Proverbs 1, 5, let the wise listen and add to learn. I want to learn. I want to learn from you. I want to learn from everything I can. I want to grow. I want to be strong in the word. I love the instruction manual on life, and that's the word. Is that Warren online? Warren Beamer, how you doing today? God bless you. Let me tell you a little quick story about Warren. About 15 years ago, he needed an automobile, and we prayed about it. I'm standing in Dallas Auto Auction, and here comes this Forerunner, and the Lord told me go look at that Forerunner. I went and looked at it. I thought, man, I'd love to have this unit for Warren Beamer. And about 50 dealers were standing around this forerunner, and nobody would bid on it. The Lord shut these people down. And I think, I well, he did. I think, I think well, how long did you drive that thing? Seven, eight years?
3: Oh, yes, sir. I drove it. I, that was one of the best vehicles I've ever owned. Right? And, and, and,
1: and you almost got your money back. But I never <laughs> told right. you this story. But anyway, as soon as I bought that unit, I had dealers running up trying to buy it from me. And when I went out and looked at it, I was so worried the car was so cheap. And then when I get it home, I had a dealer offer 4000 profit on this Forerunner, And I said, Lord, are you testing me? I thought we got this for Warren. And you got Satan trying to give me 4000 profit on this vehicle. I said, I'll, I'll obey. And when you obey, he returns it. Warren, what are we doing well,
3: today? I, I can say that one thing about you, Randy. You've been honorable in that. you You've put my family in numerous cars. You've, I've thrown. I bet I don't know how many dozens of people I've sent your direction. Say, so, hey, you know, you better check that and deal out with Randy. And you proved yourself honorable and faithful in that. And I know why God's blessing you because He can trust you with it.
1: Well, thank you. I think so, you uh, got something going on today, don't you? It's kind of special.
3: You, well, today, today's a regular adopter block. I, you know, as, as you know, you've helped me before with how you partnered with me to for the Dream Center. It's a non profit we have in downtown San Antonio that works with the low income families, um, homeless, works with children in desperate situations. We do everything from feed, food to clothing to rebuilding and restoring houses and we work in all these different genres of people's lives. Well, as you've been a support and other people have been a support, we now have our we now have our third location that's just coming off. And that third location is uh down at West and Zarzamora. And uh, Martin, it, I'm, I'm Martin, sorry, Martin. Martin, West Martin in Zarzamora. Yep. Okay. And uh, so we're just opening our third location, and it's going to be an amazing facility. Uh, everything, Randy, from, from, like we said, the food and clothing to we've opened up supervised visitation rooms now. We work directly with CPS, I mean, everything from fathers who are just getting out of prison, connected with the children for the first time, the children that are in foster care, meeting new parents and, and being connected with the parents they were removed from. And I mean, it's just amazing things, minister wise. And now that's next Saturday, Randy, on, on the 17th is the grand opening. We've got a big truck show going on out there. We'll have a big, uh, tamale Christmas dinner. We'll, food bank is working with us. They're bringing 30,000 pounds of food down, uh, to be able to, to feed the people that are around there. Plato's Closet is piling in with clothing to hand out to the families and people that are there. It's going to be quite a deal. It's, it's an amazing experience, a lot of things going on. And, golly, we, we'd love to have everybody that's listening to come join us. And we'll be doing some projects, working on some elderly homes, um, elderly homes, cutting some grass, uh, getting rid of some graffiti, as well as just loving the community all day long, basically from 8 to 6.
1: Well, I've been following you on Facebook. And I've seen some great things on Facebook for your ministry. So tell us where, what, how to get you on Facebook.
3: Well, Facebook you can go to. Uh, mine is uh, Pastor Warren Beamer. That's B-E-E-M-E-R. Uh, and so we post a lot of what we do on there, as well as the Dream Center San Antonio. They can look that up on Facebook. Um, or our website is sadreamcenter.org. Either one of those you can connect. We have, like, live videos we shoot last week. You probably saw last Saturday where we were doing a birthdays and breakfast yes, for, for the homeless men in the area.
1: That was awesome,
3: and uh, wasn't that beautiful? I mean, <laughs> the simple thing of breakfast tacos to somebody's homeless in the morning on their breakfast, and the pile that was around them. Randy, did, did you see all those people and everything oh, yes. that was happening? It was just a, smiles. It was a, it was a beautiful day, and you know, we we try to love people through as Christians. So many times we try to love people through. Um, judging or through telling them what they need to do in this or that, where really they need to be loved through practical ways. Like you, lo- you love people through how you help them with their vehicles. We love people through, uh, you know, making sure they got food and clothing, they they can make it to the next step of life, and and uh, it- it's just beautiful stuff. When you love people, great things happen.
1: Well, God um, is in it, and and you know, a lot of people don't understand. There's so much that we think we shouldn't do. And we, But you've got to love whoever they are. I've learned that because of my dad. You know, I've, I had a bad father son situation. But I realized dad was the way he was because that's the way he was and what brought up came up in his life. Lost his mother when he was born and his dad when he was 12. I didn't understand that. But we've got to love people for who they are today and what they can be in the future. Make today pay off tomorrow. You're making today pay off tomorrow in those people's lives.
3: Oh, praise God, Randy. You know, I had a very similar situation. My father, his was a bad father son situation. And my father, uh, his dad died when he was eight. His mother literally became a prostitute. And it was my father grew up in a very, very rough home, rough situation. And, uh, I had to, I I finally gained something, Randy, as I went through life with my dad. I I understood this. I can give a reason for why somebody does something without giving them an excuse. I can give a reason, and if I can give a reason, then I can work with them. If there's a reason for why they are, then I can get through it, and I can help them, and I can put together a plan to change things for them. That doesn't mean I excuse their behavior, but if I have a reason for it, then I can start to work on them. And I think so many people that even might be listening today, I mean, they're in situations that they just don't understand their husband or their wife or, or their children or the situations going on. If they're trying to look for reasons of what's happening and not giving them excuse, not letting them off on something, But if they look for reasons for something, then they can minister to those reasons. They can help people in those reasons. And and then God will change the situations around. Without giving an excuse, he'll answer situations. But if we don't look for a reason to help them, then we never come to an answer.
1: Well, God bless you. We've run out of time. Warren Beamer, maybe you can call in and remind us next week. Uh, I love you, San Antonio. I love you, Warren Beamer. I love what you're doing Let's let's reach out and love everybody no matter who or what. God bless you San Antonio. Thank you.